Hey, welcome to a teaching edition of Building a Business That Lasts. My name is Jay Owen, your host on a quest towards stories, tips, and ideas to help you build a business without being worn out and stressed out and ready to quit. Along the way, I have seen a lot of people looking for different apps for their business. Uh, we use all kinds of different apps to help run our business. Teamwork.com is one. HubSpot.com is another. Google Apps, all kinds of things. Uh, even right now, I'm recording this on a podcast recording app called Riverside.fm. Uh, really great tools. But every now and then, people think, you know what? I can't find anything out there that does what I need. I need to build something custom. I want to create a custom app. And uh, along the way, I've seen people do that really well, and I've seen people uh, not do that really well. And so what I want to do today is give you a few tips that will help you um, build an app uh, successfully. So there are really five things that you need to know before you build an app. So if you've been thinking about building an app, want to customize an existing system, maybe you got a database that's old and you want to customize, maybe you got a bunch of spreadsheets you want to consolidate into one system, then this episode is for you. Without any further ado, here is my teaching episode on five things you must know before you build an app. All right, let's jump right into the content today. The five things that you must know before you build an app. Uh, if you're watching this on the video version, you're going to see my slides. If you're not, you're listening to this on the podcast, that's okay. I'm going to talk you through it, but you can go to the website, our website, and you can find that at businessbuilders.agency. Go to the development section. You can download the video version of this if you're not already watching this on video, which you may be, which is great. So let's talk about the five things that you must know before you build an app. Uh, first of all, the question arises, why build an app? I always like to ask why. Why are we doing this? What's the purpose? What are we trying to, to accomplish here? And really, there's a couple of big things. Uh, I've listed them here. Replace cumbersome spreadsheets. I don't know about you, but over time, we have built up a treasure trove of spreadsheets, many of which are very helpful and needed in the business. But at times we go, man, this is a little bit inefficient. We need a better way of managing things. And so the first thing that I do is go out and look for pre-existing software. Is there something out there that will do what I need without me having to spend the time and money to create something myself? Um, and so sometimes there is, and then sometimes something custom needs to be built. Maybe you need a, a custom app to help replace existing spreadsheets or existing databases that have become a little antiquated. Another reason is to create a more scalable business. You know, a lot of people end up in a place where uh, the business is growing really rapidly and they need better tools. They need better tools to manage the longevity of the of the business in all kinds of different areas. And so they might build an app for that reason. Or um, we've had clients who were still doing a lot of stuff with manual entry, uh, either manual entry into an old database system or even pen and paper, um, storing thing, records that way. And uh, tools can be built in order to help overcome manual errors in those situations. Those are some good reasons to build an app. And there's a couple of different options you can consider. Number one, do nothing. But my guess is you don't want to do nothing because you're here watching or listening to this information. And if that's the case, then um, there really are two options left for you. One is use off-the-shelf software. Now, even that term's a little outdated because we're rarely getting software off the shelf anymore, but you get the idea. Uh, you're going to go out and find some software online. Um, there, are, there are so many options uh, for different things now. As I said at the beginning uh, of this, there are a lot of things that we use uh, that we love. There's no reason to reinvent the wheel if I can find a piece of existing software that already works. Some tips there, just things to consider. Um, I would look for a web app 
something that is functioning online through a web browser. And the reason for that is that it can be accessed from anywhere. You can use it from your phone. You can use it from any computer anywhere. You don't have to download the software. I think the days of downloaded software are quickly uh, coming to an end. There's still some need for them in a few areas, but in the case of most of the uses we're talking about here today, an online application is really what you want. But every now and then you might not be able to find a piece of existing software that fits those needs, and that's where building a custom app comes into play. Now, people use the word app all the time, and they're meaning different things. A lot of times when they say app, they really mean like an actual downloadable app on their phone. That's probably when that word became most popularized, but really it just means application or program. Um, and there, that comes in all kinds of different forms, all kinds of different languages even. We won't get into that today too much. But it could be a program you download that only works on Windows machines or a program you download that only works on Macs or an actual app that you download that only works on iOS or an actual app you download that only works on Android. And what I would encourage you with the vast majority of the time is to look at building a custom web app. And that just means it's basically a really fancy website uh, that does – things and stores data that you might need it to do. That's a pretty simplistic definition, but that's pretty much what it is. So um, here's some questions I wonder if you can relate to. Number one, uh, I know I need a custom application, but I'm overwhelmed thinking about where to start. Or it's stressful thinking about what to do after the app is built. How do I manage it? Or I'm worried that all the work put into this app won't be worth it. Those are good questions to ask and questions you probably should consider. Um, but you're not alone. Uh, most people feel like that uh, before trying to make a big endeavor like this. And I want to give you a few tips that are going to help you um, not feel so overwhelmed and, and make you feel like, hey, either this is the right thing for me to do or it's not. Um, building an app can be a daunting task, but there are five things that will help before you jump into the project. Look, let's talk through those now. Number one, understand the why. How will it benefit the end user? Now, the end user might be your customer if they're logging in and doing something. It might be you. Uh, it might be your leadership team. Or it might be your whole team. It might be a service department, whatever it may be. Who is the person who's logging in and using the app? Or it might be some combination of all those people. And ask the question, how's it going to benefit them? Um, because building custom software can be expensive and time-consuming. And those things are true. It's like building a custom development project uh, for a house or an office. It's a big undertaking, um, and it shouldn't be done lightly. That's why we're going through this and thinking through it today. So have a brainstorming session to think through this custom app. Don't jump into it quick too quickly. Don't just go sign a contract somewhere, not with us or anybody else, and, and think through what do we really need this to accomplish. Because a lot of times we're, we're answering the wrong question. We're thinking, well, I wanted to do X, Y, and Z, and we don't really need it to do that. We need it to do A, B, C instead. And create a strong foundation uh, by planning out the concept before you do anything. What we do is what's called a blueprint. You wouldn't go build an office or a house without a blueprint. You shouldn't do that with an app either. Usually we'll spend at least a day, sometimes two days, um, reviewing all the goals and objectives, putting together all the details, and then outlining all of that in a really clear scope so that we can get both the price, timeline, and understanding of expectation as close to reality as possible. Things always change over time, but we need to understand really why we're using it and what the benefit will be to end users. That's number one. Number two, we need to have a proven workflow. So when we think through this internally, uh, we don't just start writing code and building apps. We think about planning first, 
Then we think about producing the app. Then we think about improving it over time. And planning it um, is going to take a little bit of time. It's going to take a strategy session up front. It's going to be a day or two. And then it's going to take several weeks, probably four to six weeks, to get that plan really kind of ironed out and everybody's happy with it at a minimum. Then we got to build that application. Now, from a time perspective, building a custom piece of software is going to take a, a pretty good amount of time. It's not something that's going to be done next week. Uh, the least amount of time you could expect on a custom app is probably around three months, um, but it could take as long as a year, uh, depending on the complexity and the number of people involved and who has to test it and all kinds of other things. And then you need to think through at the beginning what's going to happen afterwards. So once this app gets launched and it's being used by people, it's not just going to live like that forever. Um, it's going to need to be improved. Now, that's the beauty of web apps and, and the web in general is that it's constantly um, improvable. I don't know if that's a word, but you get the idea. It's constantly something that can be made better and better, and it should be. It doesn't mean you have to always add features to be really clear. When people start using software, like, well, it'd be nice if it could do this. It'd be nice if it could. That would be nice if there was an unlimited time and budget window, but that's not always true. It's almost never true. And so you have to make decisions in an ongoing perspective of iterating improvements over time. So you need to have a proven workflow and a proven plan in order to make that happen. Number three, you need to aim for progress over perfection. Now, look, some of y'all listen to this are like, Jay, I like to have things in a particular order, and I like to have them neatly defined. That's great. I like that, too. I'm actually kind of a fly-by-the-seat-my-pants kind of person, if I'm being completely honest. But uh, these things are important. The reality, however, is if you wait until your app has every single detail and every single feature that you've always dreamed of, you're probably never going to launch it. Because every time you finish one, you're going to think of another, and nobody's even using the thing yet. So we always say build an MVP. I don't really love this terminology, but it's pretty common in the industry. Here's what it stands for. Minimal Viable Product. I don't like that because minimal sounds kind of bad, so I might make up a new term for it. But you get the idea. The idea is I want to create the simplest possible version first, test it, see if that's going to be effective, and then make adjustments from there. There's no reason in trying to build the whole thing. We might be building the wrong thing if we don't build the minimal viable product first. So plan work in prioritized phases. We literally will outline this, draw it up on a big whiteboard, and we'll decide, hey, where is the line in the sand that is phase one? These things have to be done or the app really can't be used. And then what needs to happen in three to six months after that? What needs to happen a year after that? What are we dreaming for after that? So once you get through the first phase and get your application live, then you can continuously improve it um, using that proven workflow. Number four, you need to plan how users will find your app. So a lot of times the mentality is if we build it, they will come. Uh, but we all know that's not really reality. It's not true with any of our other products or services in business, and it's not going to be true with your app either. Now, if it's an internal app, in other words, it's just being used by your internal team, that's probably not as big of a problem because you're going to say, hey, here's a new thing. Here's our rollout plan. Here's how we're going to use it. But even in that case, you need to have a rollout plan. So if, if it's an app that you're going to be selling or promoting to the public, you need a marketing plan to help get attention and acquire customers. And if it's internal, you kind of need a marketing plan too to help uh, to, to help convince the team that it's going to be in their best interest to use and, and really gain adoption and engagement within that app. So you need to think through your current opportunity areas. This could be web um, marketing presence. It could be internal communications if it's internal. But you need to plan how users will find and use and engage 
with your app in order for it to be successful. Otherwise, you're going to build something and it's not going to get used. And that's the worst. Uh, so don't do that. All right, number five. Have an idea regarding next steps for scaling and growing your app. So as we plan out those early phases, we need to have some details already lined up so we know what's going to happen next. We don't want to just guess at it. Um, think about ongoing maintenance for your application. There's going to be some amount of ongoing cost um, as a result of having a custom application. you got to have servers. you have somebody maintaining security, uh, doing updates, all those kind of things. And then partner with a team who can help you scale and market it. If you want to run a quiz uh, online to kind of see you know, where you're at and see if building a custom app is right for you. We have a simple quiz that you can go take. If you just go to www, I don't think I need to say that anymore, but still, www.businessbuilders.app. So that's businessbuilders.app. It will take you directly to a quiz that you can fill out, and it will give you some insights that will help you on this path towards building a custom app. We've been building custom apps here at Business Builders for decades. Uh, we built a lot of internal stuff, some external stuff, and um, it's not always the right choice for people. And so I, I always like to kind of prepare people ahead of time to think through these things. A lot of people have ideas for apps, but a lot of times they haven't thought, there, well, what's next? What do I do with that? So I hope thinking through this today has either helped you go, you know what? Yeah, I, I do want to take on that challenge. I do want to push this idea forward. Or maybe you've gone, eh, you know what? Maybe this idea is not the best. Maybe we don't need an app. Uh, either one of those is a perfectly good option. Um, but I wanted you to think through it regardless. I hope this episode has been helpful for you. I hope this uh, content has helped you think through this idea and uh, will help improve your future. I wish you all the best, and I'll see you soon.